welcome to the Hallmark Youth Podcast. This is such an exciting day. We have a double Hall Star interview for you today. So fun. We have the stars of the 27 hour day here with us. We have Autumn Reeser and Andrew Walker. It's huge. So thank you so much to both of you for coming on and talking with us today. My pleasure. Yes. <laughs> so I uh, why don't you tell us a little bit how have you been doing we've it's been a while since we've had either of you on the show uh so uh let's start with autumn how has your 2021 uh been going for you well can we just really, really quickly can we just say autumn i didn't see you as clearly in this in the previous interview look at your glow you got a 10. thank you you, you were in fun. fun too. I saw I saw you were in Palm Springs on social media and the pool. So. <laughs> yeah, so Andrew and I have both been soaking up the sun this no. summer. Um, yeah, I just I'm super Andrew and I, one of the things that we share is like our love of the outdoors. And um I just got back from backpacking Pat Catalina Island for a week. Oh. So I did the Trans Catalina Trail. And um, it was 38.5 miles and just camping on the beach at night. And it was absolutely spectacular. And like seeing nobody other than we saw some deer and some bison. <laughs> and um, that's about it. It was amazing. So trying to get in little journeys where I can, little, little ways of getting out of town. And um, I think like a lot of us were feeling more and more, you know, not more and more, but quite isolated over the last year and a half. And so finding small ways to get outside and experience the expanse of the outdoors and being able to breathe um, has been really, really important to me, even when I, when it's just small, small little things like a weekend camping trip. Nice. Do you know how the bison made it over to Catalina Island? Somebody told me they came over on a movie. Yeah, back in the 60s or something. It was like back in the late 60s, they they, had, they brought over a small herd and then now they just they just kept them there and they've procreated. And now that, that's why they serve like bison burgers at every restaurant that you go to in Catalina Island because they're trying to keep the population control. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, we had got, there was a standoff on the trail. One came right up to us on the trail and was not moving obviously, because uh, I would say that he has the right of way. And we were like, what did we do? And so we kind of had to go like way, way off the trail until he was ready to go past. It was like a half hour standoff. It was, it was the most exciting thing that happened on the, on the journey. <laughs> Great. That's so fun. Andrew, how's your 2021? Man, my 2021 is, uh, it's it's going great. I'm just been, I'm just been really busy, you know, and and the the kids are at a great age, but a very uh, um, overwhelming uh, age. You know, it, like our year and a half year old is um, is a lot. He's but it's a, it's a, it's good. Like I really I have a different I have a different uh, relationship with, with patients, and uh, and it feels good. Like I'm. I, and, and I think that happens also with your second child, you, you realize that everything's fleeting and it's, it's moving so fast. So these moments, they're just moments, they're just small moments that they, that they will eventually come out of, you know? So I'm, I'm taking the good with the bad, but yeah, just, I've just been doing a few, I have a few projects uh, outside of acting that I'm just kind of tampering with and trying to uh, get off the ground and it's been it's been a good year it's nice to have have the first movie in 2021 be with you and 
Um, and so I'm looking forward to what people have to say about it, but it's been going well. Yeah, I, I think it has been nice this year for a lot of us to be able to, uh, to, be able to travel a little bit more just been a little bit compared to last year it's like we built it all up and then yes it's because uh, I know I had the chance to go to uh, Oceanside uh, in in July and that was really fun oh, in great. California love Oceanside it was really fun I love being in the ocean it's my favorite thing beautiful that's where oh. I'm from oh really yeah, from Oceanside. yeah it was really nice it's right yeah it is Oceanside yeah yeah, yeah the ocean's beautiful yeah I, I really I really liked it uh well tell us about this movie you mentioned the 27 hour day I have to say that title sounds really tiring <laughs> <laughs> you know it was it was actually uh the 26 hour day when we were developing it and that was taken <laughs> so we are the 27 hour day um I don't know if I'm allowed to talk yeah. about that so Please. this this is a movie, this is my first time executive producing. This is a movie that I've been trying to get made for the last like three, four years with uh, my co-producer, Linda Caroli, and was really, really grateful that Hallmark took a chance on this story. Um, and uh, it's, I, I really am excited for people to hear this story, to watch this story, because it's about, it's about a girl named Lauren Garrett, who runs a blog, um, a brand really called the 27 hour day. That's all about maximizing your time and getting as much done in one day as you possibly can. She lives in New York, she lives the high, high stress, fast paced lifestyle, and she doesn't want anything outside of it, but she has a, a business meeting that goes awry and realizes she might need to change uh, the way that she does things in life. And so she is invited to go on a, um, a week long retreat in Montana in which she ditches all of her tech. And there she meets handsome rancher, Jack West played by Andrew Walker, who was my number one choice for this. And I feel so, so lucky that I got him to be in this movie. Thank you, thank you, Andrew. I think um, I love, I love you playing Jack in this. I love um, the nurturing heart that this character has and his love for the outdoors and for nature and for his family, his dedication to his family. I think you were the perfect person to play this, this part. Thanks, so you guys, you guys hadn't worked together before, right? Or had no. you? This was our first movie together. Yeah, yeah. We were trying to get a couple things off the ground actually in 2020 and, um, and yeah, it just never, never happened, but we met a few times We'd gone for coffee with a few other people. And, um, and so it was nice to have that, you know, breaking of the ice originally with, you know, throughout a you know, few, few meetings, but uh, no, this is the first time we've actually worked together. Cool. When I first heard this idea of this uh, Zen wellness culture, I mean, that, that felt very, uh, very LA to me. And since both of you are live in LA area, I, I just wondered if that was part of the inspiration, if it felt like a natural fit uh, to, to, to the story. Hmm. I think that, that it's kind of a, uh, sorry to cut you off there, Autumn, oh, uh, but I feel like, you know, it's interesting because people do deem health and wellness or, you know, these alternative ways of, you know, alternative medicines or, ways of, you know, of detoxing uh, for the mind and body, uh, it being an LA thing. But I think it's really becoming a new age thing where people are really starting to realize that it's a, this needs to go hand in hand with 
the balance of, you know, of work, family, and, and really ultimately yourself. I mean, I think not in that order, I think you have to, you have to care for yourself first in order to care for your family and also be able to be efficient at work. And I think we're all trying to find, and that's why, you know, people's lifespans are, are, are getting, people are able to live much, much uh, later in life now. You know, there's this funny, I think it, it kind of went uh, viral. There's a picture of Paul Rudd uh, at the age that he's at right now and another actor at, at Paul Rudd's same age. And to see the difference in their skin and the hair growth and like just everything. I think people are better versions of themselves, if you will, these days than we were, than we took, you know, than we, how we took care of ourselves back 30 years ago, 40 years ago. I mean, it was like smoking was the culture, heavy drinking. Now there's like ways to have a cocktail, but it's like hard kombucha or there's, you know, you can mix ju juice with hard, like cold pressed juice with your cocktails or you can have, you know, and there's like non-sulfate wines and all this stuff. And there's also the way we, the knowledge we have of food nowadays of where we source our food from, where we buy our food from, the story behind the food. So I think it's like, yeah, it's, it's a, it is a, it's LA because LA is the, the epicenter of all of the health and wellness related, you know, um, products. And, and, and uh, I think there's a lot of people here that, you know, nutritionists and stuff like that. But I really think it's becoming a world, uh, you know, a worldly thing now. Everyone knows about how they, they need to be taking care of them, themselves. And, and so, sorry, I just, I know you were going to no, say something. No, you're fine. Uh, what do you, do you agree, uh, Autumn? Yeah, and I really think that what we're exploring at this ranch in the story is really the idea of mindfulness, which is central to spiritual practices from all cultures. You know, it's definitely not an LA thing. I agree with everything Andrew said, but I think it's really, it's not about the specific things that they do. You know, they do painting, they go camping. It's not about that. It's about teaching people how to be mindful, how to be fully embodied and present in their life, which is the central core to so many spiritual practices throughout time. Um, it's about being present in your life. And that is what the journey is that Lauren goes on to stop thinking about the future, the next thing to not be addicted to time in the way that our American culture is. We're very future focused, we're very linear. And this movie to me is more about the return to a more, if you will, divine feminine way of being, which is which is not as linear. It's it's a more embodied, fully formed presence within your life, regardless of what you're doing. You can do that with with anything. You can do that with taking a bite of food. Um, and so all the practices that they do at this ranch are just to to allow the people to come into the present moment and to not be so addicted to the future. Yeah, and I think that's one thing that 2020 did, I think, give a lot of people is that because people were working from home, maybe they had never worked from home before or doing different arrangements than they'd done before, I think it kind of let people realize, oh, there's a different way I can live. I don't have to live the way that I was living. And uh, and I, I think that in a weird way has been a positive to a lot of people in their lives. And I mean, I was lucky because I've been able to work from home for so long. Uh, and so it's, it's been a blessing in my life for, for a, for a long time, but, but I, I, I don't know, I think that 
there were there was something to last year of just sort of not only in work but just in so many ways they were like oh there's a different way to do this uh, I could try it this way yeah so, what was yeah. something you decided to get rid of in your life like to be like oh, I don't need this anymore I'm leaving this behind in 2020 um well I I mean I like I said I was kind of lucky because I was already working from home so there wasn't that but I I think that uh, like there were just certain certain things that were hard to lose but also like it was interesting to kind of uh, like for instance I was sad to obviously sad to lose going to church but I also like kind of figured out new ways to be spiritually fed at the same time so there were sort of both like I was still sad but but um I there I did Sunday devotionals with my friend um, and so that was something that I learned a new way and to feed myself spiritually. So that was positive. Amazing. That's something I could think of off the top of my head. What, it, what about you, Andrew? What do you think about that? Um, yeah, you know, I, I think I decided to take on more around the house. I, I, um, I, I wasn't scared of taking on projects, whether it be um, minor electrical jobs or plumbing jobs around my house or, you know, not having people come to the house. And, and I had more time to watch videos on YouTube, learn more about um, just being a little bit more of like oh, a yeah. weekend warrior as, <laughs> as, uh, as Autumn deemed me on the movie. She's like, you're like three days in. She goes, she goes you're a homesteader you're, you're a homesteader. And I'm like, I guess I am. I guess I, I'll, I'll embrace that. Cause I do a lot of, I've always been good at doing outdoor work. I had a landscaping business when I was 14, 15, like from 14 years old till 18 years old. And my buddy and I that built it, we built it up to, we we're doing like 200 lawns a week, um, on our, on our route. And we hired friends ours to come in. So we did, we did landscaping. We did uh, gardening and uh, rock gardens. We did a little bit of interlocking stone work and stuff. But um, so I started, I do that around the house, but I started doing a little bit more interior stuff and, uh, and taking on projects that I've always wanted to take on. So that's, that's something that I, that I, uh, that I started incorporating in my life. And, and also just spending more time with my, my uh, year and a half year old. I, I traveled for six to eight months with my first son, Wes, who's now six. And so every time I'd come back, I'd have to win my way back into his, into his, uh, into his life or, you know, and, and he, I'd go wake him up in the morning time and he, he'd want mom all the time. So with my youngest, I really made it a point to like have him be with me and, and just, I'd go to the bedroom and wake him up and spend time with him all day. So it was, it was nice. It was really, uh, it, it felt like very crucial time that I was spending with, uh, with him. How about you, Autumn? What did you read back in 2020, uh, 2020? Mm, I, you know, I felt really compelled before this to have meetings in person and like, oh, I haven't seen that person in a while. I'm going to go to coffee. I'm going to go, you know, grab lunch. And, um, 
I don't want to bring those things back in like my meetings, you know, my creative meetings, I have a bunch of different projects I'm developing, we do them all via zoom right now, which saves, you know, time, everybody's time, it keeps us keeps the traffic off the road, it is less impact on the earth. So keeping that efficiency that like, if we don't need to be doing this in person, like, let's just have a 15 minute phone call. And, um, that's made more time in my life for stuff that's more important at this phase in my life, like reading and my spiritual practice. I have a dedicated spiritual practice now of meditation and prayer that I didn't have fully in place before because I was going to the external, oh, I'm gonna go to this meditation class. Oh, I'm gonna go to this yoga class, as opposed to like choosing those things for myself and building those into my life myself. So more, um, more sort of ownership around my time and more sacredness in my life in general. Um, that that is something that I am keeping and um, and really enjoying it from somebody who's you know this is where I really relate to this story. Somebody who was so used to being on the go and busy and having that be part of my identity, to somebody who um, is very. Um, I'm very specific with my time now and how I spend it. And that feels really good at this point in my life. Yeah. Yeah. I think we also appreciate the time we are with other people more than we used to. I I'm sure that will, I don't know how long that will last that we'll do that, but like even just something like getting a hug, it doesn't, it just means more now than it, than it used to. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, but yeah, we can ask you autumn, you had said in our last interview that you kind of had to learn to sort of let certain things go and not be, uh, not uh, as far as in work and to just focus on on your uh, your roles and what you're doing. And I was just wondering if this character that's kind of maybe starts out sort of a workaholic and then has to learn and grow, was that something you connected with? Definitely. Yeah. I was very, uh, identified with being busy and having a lot of things in my life in my twenties, you know, and I ran a blog called move lifestyle. That was all about that, all about like maximizing your time and efficiency and quick packing and all of this. And what I've found is that, um, when I am in alignment now, it's like all of that just kind of solves itself. Uh, I don't know if that makes, if that makes sense, but, um, yeah, I, hmm, I guess that's all I, all I, I just remember you saying that you used to be like trying to find out about how they do the lighting and doing the, you know, all the different roles on the oh, set and everything and what that, you're asking. that you had to kind of learn to sort of let that go and let them do their things that it was too overwhelming. Uh, and uh, so I was wondering if that was kind of, well, you know, I don't, it's a little different because I was also producing on this. So I did have different roles and I did have to be like, wait, we need this blanket and, you know, trying, I did have to wear more hats and then I've been uh, starting to direct as well. So, so I actually am paying more attention to different departments than, than I have because I need to, I need to understand them more deeply. Yeah. Well, and Andrew, you wear a lot of hats because you've got your juice company, you have your family, you have, the, uh, the the acting roles that you do, and so that must have been something you connected with this role on, as far as the whole sort of work balance message. Yeah, it's something that I'm I uh, I've you know I I've always wanted to realize my um, 
my ability to finish things. And it's when I was younger, I feel like I struggled with that. I would start a lot of things and I wouldn't finish them. And uh, yeah, I mean, right now I'm, I have a, I have a building in Albuquerque, New Mexico that I'm turning into a post-production hub. I have a, a hair and makeup bus that I bought that I'm renting out in Albuquerque right now on projects. And so we're, I'm constantly like trying to rent it, you know, have different people rent it. We have our juice business. There's multiple facets of the juice business. I kind of take on a couple projects in the juice business where different line items, extensions of our current, of our, of our core products that I, that I'm, that I'm launching. So it's just like, there's, yeah, we have, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a landlord. I just feel like there's a lot of things that I, I have, I've been doing right now that, and my acting is the primary, you know, it's my, it's first off, it's my, it's where my passion lies. And so I, that's my ultimate, you know, goal is to continue to always act and to give my acting its attention that it deserves every time. Cause acting is something you don't get, you know, it doesn't, you never feel finished, you know, it never feels finished. So that's something that I, that I've realized now as I act, it's just, it, it's either I'm a little bit more proud of some work I've, I do in this one and a little less proud of work I've done in, in another one. It's not like, Oh, that's perfect. That's a perfect little, that's the perfect, you know, I'm, 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 I'm extremely satisfied. I can be satisfied, but I'm never that satisfied. I always feel like I could do more, you know, with my acting, but all these other things, you know, at least there is a goal in mind of like, I am getting a sense of, of, um, or a, I'm feeling a little bit more, um, just at ease with my ability to finish things now. And even though I've taken on a lot for whatever reason, maybe it's just the time I, I'm at in my life now, but I, I feel very, uh, very filled up, very, uh, just full of, of, and I'm, of gratitude of, of these things that I have that I'm, and also I don't feel too overwhelmed my I'm, I'm able to compartmentalize a lot of what I'm doing right now and just relying on people that I've partnered with that can help me move things forward. And, and so, yeah, it's just, it's uh, to go back to the movie. I think, you know, Jack has a bunch of things that he's taking on right now. He's working with investors and he's, and he's trying to upkeep the, the retreat, which is never ending. There's constantly things that need to be done, but he is relying on his team, which is his family you know, and, and to, to help, you know, move things forward together. And so um, it is very, I was saying, I just, I've said this to Autumn before, it is very, this Jack character is very similar to who I am as a person and, you know, and, and, um, and I feel like Jack is able to balance it all. Uh, and um, yeah, no, so it's, it is, it's, it's, a, it's a constant uh, just work in progress, you know, with, with, with myself and the, the character Jack and just trying to move things forward and, and, and finish, you know, so. So, yeah. So Autumn, did you come up with this, the idea for the story and then you worked with Audrey or how did that work? No. So um, Linda Caroli, who's my co-producer on this, um, brought me a script by Deborah Jones and um, it was really, really different than what we have now, but they had the bones of it there. And so we all made some adjustments, took it in and pitched it and Hallmark uh, bought it and that. And then we went through, you know, three years of script changes and we brought Audrey on, who's so wonderful and so lovely and brought so much to it. Um, 
And yeah, we developed it with uh, Jessica Callahan at Hallmark for like the last three years and until we got it to, to this place where we could shoot it two months ago. It's, it was a, a, a really fascinating, really, really satisfying creative process. And that's something that I've been getting more involved in, um, you know, now that I've been in the industry for over 20 years and wanting to be more a part of the generative creative process from, from the beginning. Um, yeah. That's cool. That's great. Uh, yeah. So Andrew, do you feel like shooting in with the COVID protocols has become kind of the new normal? Are you sort of used to it or what's that? Is it still sort of weird? It's, I think it's always going to be a little weird, but, um, I'm, I'm more used to it now than what I was on, my, on the first project I did, mm -hmm. which was Christmas Tree Lane. It was the first right. project back that I did a year, you know, back I mean, July. that was one of the first projects back, like period of any film, right? Period of any film. Yeah. yeah, and I caught myself a couple times going, is this, is this okay? Is that, am I, am I, do I need a mask here? Or, but now you just, yeah, a lot of the, the protocols have been set forth now by SAG, by Hallmark, by the producers you work with on those specific projects. And, and there's more people uh, put in place to help manage that, you know, the COVID, the protocols on set. So there's more reminding, there's more people going, you know, tapping on the shoulder going, Hey, just by the way, can you put your mask on here? So I, I feel like that's becoming, um, you know, that's, it's just, that's, that helps a lot because I, I do tend to, I'm caught up in the film or I'm caught up in a scene or I'm just, you know, running lines in a place that I should maybe, I should be back in my chair somewhere. So it's just, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm learning, uh, you know, I'm learning like the, like, like everyone else. And, uh, but it is, it's becoming more normal, but I don't think it'll ever be a, uh, a normal that I'll get used to. Yeah. You agree on them? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Uh, where was this filmed in? Was this in Vancouver? It's two hours outside of Vancouver in Agassiz. It looks beautiful. It's a beautiful place. Gorgeous. Yeah. Have you seen the movie? Mm -mm. Yeah. I haven't seen this one yet. So yeah, it's you're. I'm so excited for people to see these these sets. The 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 backdrops and all the places we've shot were just gorgeous, gorgeous. You know, we had in Agassiz, Harrison Hot Springs is the area, and then um, outside of just outside of Vancouver, we shot in um, not Coquitlam, but uh, are we in Chilliwack? That rings a bell. But we were, yeah. There was one scene where the campground—you'll see it, guys, on the on the day. But there's a campground scene where we hike for the day and then we camp that night. We're around a fire. Uh, that was—we were looking at over the Golden Ears, is what it's called in Vancouver. And it's a beautiful mountain range, but just beautiful, beautiful settings. Cool. Great. Uh, so it seems like a really fun cast uh, in the movie with Je Jeff Gustafson and Karen Holness and a whole bunch of really fun people. Uh, that it must have been a, a fun group to work with. We had amazing, amazing actors on this. Like this was one of my favorite groups of actors I have ever worked with. Just the level of joy and positivity and gratitude and presence that every single one of those actors brought. 
it, it was a joy. It really was. Sometimes you get on one of these movies and there's this touch of magic to it and it's just easy. And that's how it was with these actors every day. It was just easy. There was no drama. Everyone was happy to be there. It was, it was really truly a gift to get to come to set with all these people today. Uh, I've worked with Taryn and Jeff on previous movies and it, yeah, it was really, it was like an all-star cast all coming together. Yeah. And I think we were just like shot at the perfect time when people were, you know, they weren't working. There was no conflicts. And yeah, it was like, like Autumn says, it was just really, we all felt very lucky that we were working together. Ooh. Uh, had you, either of you worked with David Winning before, the director? Andrew has, right? Yeah. Had you? Well, I have. Uh, we we worked together and it was kind of like two ships in the night, but we were, it was my first acting gig on a show called Are You Afraid of the Dark? And David uh-huh. Winning had done a few episodes of that series and I was... 13 maybe 13 or 14 years old when I did that show uh and and he was also possibly going to direct a movie I shot in the Yukon um called the Mountie well the way of the west in the U.S. was called the Mountie in Canada so yeah we've did he remember you from when you were a teenager he he did yeah he sent me a couple of videos he yeah he, he he actually i think he sent them to autumn too but he was like yeah this is this is andrew at 14 years old and it's like david that's in the vault man that's in the vault you can't, yeah, can't and andrew and i figured out that we had actually worked together before like yeah. two decades ago um on a show called maybe it's maybe me maybe it's me Oh Andrew was a series regular on, and I had like two tiny, tight. I was in, I was guest starring. I had maybe like five lines in two episodes. And uh, so we didn't even remember, but then as we started putting the pieces back together, and I was like, oh yeah. my gosh, what a small world. That's really funny. Because yeah. <laughs> he's done so many Hallmark movies that it seems like it would eventually that he'd have, he'd direct one with both of you in it. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, that's cool. Cross it off his list now. There you go. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm really looking forward to the film. I think it's going to be a, a lot of fun. And uh, it's amazing the turnaround that they're able to have on these. Uh, you said it was just shot two months ago? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's incredible. We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode. And that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. Either of you, are you allowed to say if you're working on anything for Christmas or anything like that? 
Um, I have a series of movies coming out next year um, oh. with Lacey Chabert and Ellie Sweeney. It's a tr- oh, yeah. it's a trilogy of it's of best friends um, that centers around a mysterious wedding veil. So that will come out uh, next year. Ooh, that's gonna be really fun. Ooh. Is it? That'll be on movies and mysteries probably. Then sounds like. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. That'll be great. I'm really- in two weeks to do to do a Christmas movie. <laughs> yay. yay who's it with can you say i think i can yeah she's she's on friday night lights her name is amy t garden oh yeah. oh yeah yeah awesome when i see pictures of her i'm like am i robbing the cradle in this though because she's so <laughs> on friday night lights she was like 16 or i know she was so young in that <laughs> yeah so now, now, now she's I'm, older <laughs> i know now she's older like okay 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 yeah yeah okay <laughs> Yeah, and somebody, I, I was talking to talking to somebody the other day, and they're like, they're like, oh, Angie, but you're aging so well. And I said, well, the minute that I'm on camera with Amy, you're going to see that I'm, I haven't been aging very well. It's the it's going to be the first time we're actually going to go. Oh, Andrew's Andrew's aged. Wow, wow. <laughs> well, so that we, is a good thing or bad thing. We like to end with our kind of fun, silly questions, and you both have probably had these before, so bear with me, but. I, I figure it's been a while, why not do them again? And it'd be fun to see your, your answers together. So, all right, first question is, what is the best ice cream flavor? Oh, geez. I'm so bad at these. Go ahead, Andrew. Yeah. There was, a, there was an ice cream flavor, uh, world-class chocolate at Baskin Robbins that had, it was marshmallow and chocolate and caramel that I used to love. Ooh, that sounds good. I, 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 yeah, I don't know. I like the ice creams where they have like a vanilla base and then all sorts of like chunky stuff in it, whatever. Okay. Okay. What is your favorite color? All of them. I'm so bad at these. Sorry. Yeah. Purple. That's my favorite. Very good. All right. What music are you into right now? Yeah, this is a difficult. I, I'm into so much. I, you know, I'll play jazz, I'll play classics, I'll play around the house. But I think my music I always go back to is electronic, mm-hmm. uh, instrumental electronic music. You know, um, yeah. I like You're a band called. With me. another music video after Snowed In. I know that was so good. I loved it. Yeah, so much. I would love that. <laughs> What about you, Autumn? Do you have a favorite? I, I really, right now, I'm really liking an artist called, I, I don't know if I'm going to say her name right, but Aisha Badru. I okay. really like her right now. Cool. All right. Uh, <laughs> we we used to say, what is your go-to date night food? But since since we're uh, we're only ordering in these days, what is what would be your DoorDash order? Or Grubhub Sushi. or whatever you might be. Sushi? Sushi. All right. Very good. Okay, uh, dogs or cats? Dogs. Both, both, can I pick both? I don't know, I'm allergic <laughs> to cats, so I'll pick dogs. Dogs, okay. Yeah, I'm allergic to Be- cats too. Beaches oh, or mountains? Beaches or mountains, I pick both. Yeah. yeah, you're in the mountains in your movie, so I don't know that. Mountains Sweet. for me. Mountains, okay. Uh, would you, uh, what's your favorite holiday? Celebrate. Christmas. Yeah. I don't have one. 
<laughs> and last question, and you can pick one of your own. What is your favorite Hallmark or romantic movie? 27 hour day. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh gosh. That I I do you know what? I just rewatched Amelie. And oh, uh, it's one. such a beautiful, quirky, unique love story. So today I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that. Yeah, have you seen that, Andrew? You should I have watch not. it because it's in French. So you yeah yeah I should like watch it because <laughs> you speak French. So well, very good. Thank you so much, both of you, for coming on. This was so Thank much you, fun. I had a great time, and Thank we you. can't wait for the movie. And do you have social media or anything like that you want to share? Yes, I'm gonna post stuff on Instagram. I'm at Autumn Reeser. <laughs> Sure. Yes, and I'm at a walk with two Ks, thirty-five. And actually, I'm doing a um, we're doing a giveaway for the movie. We're actually I'm getting together with a whole bunch of brands that I've loved and that we've worked with in the past and stuff. And they're going to give a a viewer. Uh, we're going to give away a big basket full of stuff, like a yoga mat, a bunch of juice. LaCroix, like a bunch, bunch of stuff. So, so stay tuned. We're, I'm going to be posting a lot more about it on my social media and like what it entails. So. Cool. That's awesome. That's on your Yay. Instagram. Okay, great. Yeah. We'll put all the information for that. People can make sure to follow you and you both and congratulations on the movie. And we look forward to seeing what you're coming out with next. And uh, thanks again. We really appreciate it. <laughs> nice Thank you. Bye. I'd like to thank Autumn and Andrew for coming on the podcast. That was so much fun to get to chat with them. And make sure you're following the podcast at Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. And a, make sure to follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media. And if you are uh, listening on YouTube, if and if you are watching on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up, subscribe to our channel. We also have our patron group and merch store, which we really appreciate that support. And thanks so much, everybody. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye.